0: I'm Dr. V, and I'm Dr. A. Two docs on a mission to answer your burning questions about burning sensations and all things science.
1: This is what the whoop. Well, you know, I really appreciate you taking the time to share all these these horrible stories for my entertainment. Um,
0: well, and our listeners, yes, the and our listeners' entertainment. Because, like,
1: honestly, <laughs> you know, we've had this conversation. I am not alone in this. I've like I've we've all been in this collective funk. Like Yeah. I, I think just as a universe, we're all kind of grieving for for this this year that we've lost or just like yeah. everything. So many things are
0: And there's no light at the end of the tunnel no. in reality right now. And I think that's the worst part of it all, right? Because it feels so hopeless.
1: Yeah, like, you know, okay. So I had all these plans. Okay, I just gotta hunker down. For a little while, let this thing go by, and then life will get back to normal. And yet, now here we are, my kids are going back to school, at home, like, oh, we're still here. Mm -hmm. And it's, it is, like, it just sort of, everything feels very gray, and it's just, it's hard. and, And I'm trying so hard to give people grace, because I think you know so many people now are reacting you see people reacting to grief in different ways and instead of seeing it on an individual level it's like societal um
0: yeah or... it it is like everyone you know you've got the people that are acting out constantly in anger you've got the people that are just deeply depressed and sad and hunkering in their cave and no matter how many times you reach out they they're not responding you've got you know people just Acting strange because they don't know how to adapt to this new normal. And I feel like all of it's okay. Like, I think that's the thing.
1: I don't agree. Really? I mean, usually we're on the same page. No, I mean, like, I, I I agree in terms of there's there's not a right way and a wrong way to grieve. Yeah, but um, I I do think there are constructive and destructive ways to do it. And uh,
0: there you go, being all full of wisdom and shit.
1: <laughs> but I mean, you know, kind of talking about how see we're talking about the Canadian I'm like a boot. I've never <laughs> lived in Canada. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm very sorry. I'm not mocking my Canadian friends. I just, I like that pronunciation. I'm a 100% Valley girl. Um, Right. Well, I used to be Boston accent. So, really, anything's an improvement. Yeah, you definitely have. We just, I'm just dreaming of being in Canada where people could be because if, if you take, like, it's very difficult to accept this new reality. And so you can be sad about it, you yeah. can process, you can cope, or you can just deny it, which is sort of the whole premise <laughs> of, of the, this podcast, um, Yeah, you know, and now the entire, like, Republican party, um, denying. God. Yeah. Science denial. And like, no, we I'm can't not okay just, with that
0: response. We, we can't just make up a new reality because no. the real reality well, sucks I mean, monkey balls. clearly
1: you can. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and clearly half the population is like, yeah, I'm on board with that. I'm down
1: with that. Did you hear that the um, the CDC came up with some new? I forget their new recommendations are like, eh, you know, these don't these things are cool. And and I I don't remember the specific recommendation, but what I do remember was they waited until Anthony Fauci was under anesthesia to meet. Oh
0: shit. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I then they're like oh yeah sure
1: um yeah nope nope no masks anymore you're cool and then he woke up from anesthesia like, what He's the- like wait, <laughs> wait! <laughs> people no don't listen to that shit it's like a bad tom clancy novel like yeah. sedate the doctor <laughs> <laughs> and we'll run away with the virus yeah. you know it's, it's just it's crazy and so i've i'm trying to process like my one of my ways of dealing with things other than like ordering 15 different flavors of cake
0: I mean that's not a bad thing no,
1: I don't have a lot of cake um, I so have four produce.
0: different pints of Ben and Jerry's ice cream yeah, in my fridge you know, so, right now so
1: that is again constructive <laughs> slash destructive um but my other way is like I just I really want to understand and and I am trying so hard it hurts my head to access empathy. Yeah. For people no matter where they are. But I watched the um the R the last night of the RNC last night. I, I watched some of it and it just I couldn't do it. And, and and the reason is because I've got like empathy for people, um, but I have more empathy for the people that have just been demonized. Um yeah. and, and just knowing that we had an African American man, you know, shot in the back the day before, and then you had some punk ass Want to be dipshit running around with an AR-15, 17 years old, yeah. um, killed two protesters and is being celebrated. Like, oh yeah, no, no, I'm not okay with with no. your anger um, because you don't know how to cope or yeah, deal that, with facts.
0: That's the thing. And I think we had been seeing that. And I, I, we might've actually talked about this on previous podcasts in like the first season about how like the major flaw in our society is that we don't have coping mechanisms. Yeah. You know, that's probably why we're having a lot more school shootings is because we don't give children the tools to understand how to deal with their frustration. But and you do give that.
1: them the keys to the gun cabinet.
0: We absolutely do. Or we leave the gun cabinet wide open for them. So, so you know, my,
1: you know what? You know, I almost cried. My daughter um, told me last night, she's like, well, yeah, gun shootings have gone down like I heard somebody actually using that as a talking point and she kind of oh. laughed bitterly like under like yeah there's no freaking school no, shootings cuz there's like, no school right there's but, no place
0: to kill the kids
1: but she's actually relieved about that she's like you know what mom she's like every single one of my friends has a plan in her head about yeah. what we will do when the school shooting starts like that that is the yeah. reality that we live in right now and i just kind of looked at her like Ugh. like Oh, I am so sorry.
0: We when we were growing up, we always had a plan for you know the fire. kid fire or also like when you're walking home if the van with no windows
1: pulls up next yes. to you, like
0: you have that. And he's
1: got a puppy. Help me find my puppy. Right.
0: You've always got a plan for that. Stranger and those, danger. These poor kids now have to have a plan for an active shooter. Yeah. Like it's it's bullshit. Like. Mm-hmm. Now certainly, you know, I've had plans for really scary things when I worked in a prison. Like, what do you do if you're taken hostage? That's okay. I'm getting paid to be there. I'm an adult. You were you had a choice. I had a choice. And these kids are just trying to exist and go through normal kid life and and they're being met with really scary adult things that they shouldn't have to deal with.
1: And I I remember, I remember this very clearly. I was traveling when Sandy Hook happened. Um, and those those little babies were the same age as my son. And i was I was floored. Oh. And I just all I wanted to do was get home and and hug my kids. And, you know, it it rips, I, I think it collectively ripped us, right, to a bajillion little shreds. And yet nothing happened. Nothing happened. And I, I don't know who put the the quote out there. like, if that doesn't motivate you, as a society to make a change then nothing will. Yeah. And so I, you know you feel so so hopeless and and I look at my kids and this is their reality and they're looking to me as the adult like how could you've let this happen?
0: I know. And we don't have the answer, right? Because we knew how to prevent this stuff and we tried and unfortunately people's uh, you know, crazy political beliefs made it so that they can't understand or are unwilling to modify behavior, so that our kids aren't dealing with this shit right now.
1: Yeah, and and that's the part that I just like. That's what I am grieving for, among other things, is the fact that we have politicized science.
0: And that should never happen.
1: And and the implications, like across the board, are just are just mind blowing. Because when you look at things like, um, you know, secondhand smoke, the the reason those policies were finally enacted was because you actually had data saying, no, 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 this this does. You know, the tobacco industry is like, no, 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 fake news. But that wasn't a thing then, right? right. So we actually were able to legislate um, based on facts. And when you look at um, gun control. Regulations in other countries, like the the statistics, bear those things out. Yeah. Um, but of course, people react to fear, and yeah. and so there's just you know you just make stuff up. Like that's not true. You know, you should arm teachers with bazookas. The outcomes are going to be great. Um, which which we clearly. just should be
0: considering putting a trusted teacher in that position where they have to make that decision, where they're now providing security for their classroom. I
1: don't, you know, like, oh, God, I I have so much. I, I can't fathom. Teachers, they get paid garbage to go in and be yelled at all the time and, and criticized for, for doing the best job they can. And they have to worry about getting shot and... Protecting children from getting shot and getting COVID, like
0: yeah, it's they don't terrible. get paid enough for that shit. You know, and and I look at it like, okay, we are all in this terrible place right now, right? And we're all just barely trying to keep our heads above water. But there are some good things that have come out of this pandemic, in the sense that like we're forced as a society to make change that we have been uh, resisting forever. Is like, this work about from the home. the fair food? <laughs> oh hell yeah okay i mean if we want to go there we can i was going with like work from home oh, keeping yes. ourselves
1: safe this is true
0: but no you're right the fair food i f- i feel like the world needs to know about this
1: so yeah the the san diego county fair it's it's like this big collective celebration everybody loves the summer fair um and you know maybe not so much the rides because they do 10 to be really scary, <laughs> vomit-inducing, um, yeah, yeah, that sort of thing, yeah. but but the food, you know.
0: The, it's literally the event I look forward to every damn year.
1: Like food. the trucks with a little person having a heart attack on the side. Oh, yeah, like everything <laughs> fried. fried. Oil. Yes, <laughs> yes, and um, I found
0: out that the fair was basically doing a do-over this year, and they were having a drive-through fair food Event, yeah, just the fair. Like they
1: distilled the fair to its very essence,
0: (laughs) right? (laughs) They were like, you know, those ads seen on TV booths. Yeah, they're important, but they're not as important as heart attack on a plate.
1: There's no livestock show this year. There's no monster truck rally. um, Funnel cake is happening, but there's the food, (laughs) and and it was set up like a horseshoe, and you just literally, like, I don't know how many of you have traveled through LAX airport, but there's like a. It's a big horseshoe horseshoe shape, and if you want to go to the first three terminals, like you stay to the right. And if you need to bypass it, you go to the left. So they actually had like a bypass lane if you need to go around the corner to funnel cakes. So you had like you arranged in lanes. Yes, and but I think we stopped at all of them. We did. And and we we're we coping, did this. Coping. We were
0: coping. I I I literally reached out to Dr. V and I was like, this was made for us and it's both of our birthdays, mm-hmm. so we need to do this. Yes. And then you were like, but can I bring my kids? Yes. And and I was like, uh, well, they're not assholes, so yes. Yeah. And and I love your kids and and so we did a, a thing yes. and we all went and um we we did, what, five rounds of food? Probably. And we were there for a while. Like three hours. <laughs> and, and literally, like, I think we started getting some weird looks when we kept going in the circle for, like, food round three or food round four. Well, we didn't
1: stop at any truck more than once. Okay, that's a win. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, though. I mean, your kids... They they spoke to my heart because they had the strategy down. <laughs> they, they were, oh, my God. They did.
1: They did. Um, they they engineered, you know, the, the most efficient.
0: Well, route. and also they were like, okay, we want these three sweet stops and we want these three savory stops. But let's to be alternate. real. Yeah. We have to alternate so that our bellies can handle it. And I was like, oh, my God, that's genius. Yeah. <laughs> I've trained them well. You have. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm the one that usually plans this stuff. And you guys went next out, le- next level on this. Yeah. It, it was epic.
1: And to be like, we literally, the only thing you had to do was like press the, the gas and the brake and roll the window <laughs> up and down. It was like, so this great. This entire experience took place. In the car.
0: Like, no windows were ever rolled down except to order yeah. and to receive our food. We would stop at, like, two little stops, then go back to the parking lot, gorge that shit down, and then be like, okay, what's our next stop? <laughs> and there were people there with
1: pop-up tents. Oh, yeah. I mean, they
0: yeah. were they were full-on tailgating. And we were like, it's 100 degrees out. Why would you do that? So we stayed in my car with the air AC, conditioning
1: yeah. on. Yeah, so, you know... A- i i told my kids like we went and we got t-shirts to commemorate this very very weird year with like the superhero theme which yeah. is kind of funny um yeah. but the irony was deep on that yeah and it's just kind of one of those things where like you you do the best you can and just kind of accept that like this is kind of a weird and yet interesting funny i think we it normal
0: I think we decided at the end of all this that next year we're praying that this is the new format. This, this
1: does need to be like a separate little food trick area. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't need to go in. Because I, I mean, look, look, I clearly am not, you know, having a difficult time with the smell of livestock, considering that I went to vet school for four years. But I'm cool without it. <laughs> I'm
0: cool without the like additional flies landing on my funnel cake. Mm. Yeah.
1: And I don't really need to go to the orchid show or check out the 50 solar panel vendors. Right?
0: <laughs> the the swim spas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and also like
0: I loved that I didn't sweat and I didn't get blisters on my feet. No. It was, it was everything I needed for the fair, except that I couldn't get, like, a new set of knives.
1: Well, there are no carnies either.
0: Yeah, which, oh, God, <laughs> I love that. Like, that, <laughs> that gives me life. <laughs> <laughs> They're all in the dating apps. <laughs> I think I've met them. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe to our WooCast on iTunes, Google Play, or directly on our website at whatthewoopodcast.com. You can email us at contact at whatthewoodpodcast.com.
1: We'd love to hear from you. What the Woo is an educational podcast, like it actually really is, and is not a substitute for professional care and advice. See, for the love of God, seek appropriate medical care for any healthcare concerns and don't rely on podcasts. Opinions expressed are solely those of the doctors and not those of any sponsors or employees. Do we have any? <laughs>